Welcome. My name is Dennis Deloach. I want to welcome you to episode number 22. This is a Friday Focus, a shorter version of our podcast, the Uncle Jim Effect podcast. And this uh, podcast is on duty. So before we get started, I want to uh, please refer you over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're on those. Uh, excited about the growth we've had. We're about 12,000 subscribers now and way over a quarter million views. And I've got nobody to thank but you, the audience. And I hope we're bringing value and creating opportunities in your life. But again, our purpose here is to create opportunities for over a million people to realize their God-given potential. And then most importantly, to then magnify that potential in the service of your family, friends, and neighbors and make their lives better. As we do that, our goal is to create a tsunami of hope throughout our homes, our neighborhoods, our communities, and the world. Uh, and we can absolutely do that. So let's let's get started. And if you will, subscribe below, like, leave comments. We're, uh, we're all in on that. And again, I just am grateful to you for taking the time out of your busy life to listen. So let's get started. Duty is an interesting concept. A lot of times when we think of duty... We're thinking of the concept in the military of that there's a duty to be a patriot or to serve your country or duty. But truly, duty is a, a concept that applies to each and every one of us. Uh, and I want to define what duty is. Duty, it says, is a commitment or an expectation to perform some action or action. So it's a commitment or an expectation to perform some action or actions. It also, there's another uh, variation of that that says it's a moral or legal obligation, a responsibility to perform in a manner to accomplish a specific stated objective. So anyway, we're going to talk about that commitment or expectation to perform. Commitment or expectation to perform. We can apply that in our lives in almost every area, whether you're a a parent or a son or a daughter or a spouse or a CEO, or you have a commitment as an employee of a team or a sports team or to yourself, to your community, to your stated goals that come out of your mouth, to those things that you've committed this year, uh, 2024 to accomplish. So you have a duty, most importantly, to yourself. And once we take care of ourselves, then that duty kind of expands and grows outward to all of the external things that apply in our life. But first and foremost, we have a duty to take care of ourselves. And we're going to talk about a bunch of those duties. Now, I think we can make that list endless. But for sake of purposes here, I've come up with six areas of the duty we have to ourselves. And once we can master or identify or work on these six areas within the, the duty we have to ourselves, we absolutely can uh, extrapolate that out to those around us. And so the first one I want to talk about is the duty we have to ourselves, and it's probably the most important one, and it's health. We have a duty to create a healthy body or none of these other things work because we're, we don't exist. 
And we're talking about more than just physical health. We're talking about mental health, spiritual health. And so we'll focus on those three. But the duty you have to yourself to be a great parent, uh, a husband, a wife, a daughter, a leader, you absolutely owe it to yourself to take the time you need on a daily basis to develop and cultivate your physical and mental and spiritual health. How do you do that? You don't wait until the end of the day or after everything else is done to then see if there's time available. If this truly is the most important thing in your life and your health does qualify as that, and this truly is a duty, which is a commitment or expectation to perform an action, and our most important duty is to self, then the most important duty of the most important duty is to set time aside for ourselves to create physical health, mental health, spiritual health. So it is critically important to take the time to have a healthy body. And that can mean a number of things, whether you're training for an Ironman or you simply want to walk around the neighborhood, whether you're trying to get your blood work numbers better, your blood pressure down, your weight down, any and all of those things, we can... We have a duty to ourselves, and a duty means that we have a moral or legal obligation, in this case moral, that we need to better ourselves in that area or nothing else works. So that's first and foremost is our duty to self in the area of health, not only physical, but mental health. There are things that we can do to improve our mental health, whether it's uh, to be able to meditate, whether it's to seek therapy, whether it's to talk to somebody, whether it's to open up about issues you've had in your past, whatever that is, you have a duty to address that and improve that area of your life. And then finally, spiritual and the duty we have to our health, uh, whatever that means to you, but the spiritual health is actually, in my mind, the most important. But if we look at it in a mortal uh, realm. If we don't have a body and we're dead, then we're already into that spiritual area. So let's focus on the physical and mental health, but we need to absolutely develop our spiritual health. The second thing I want to talk about the duty we have is that of safety. Everybody wants to be safe. What do we mean by being safe? You, you think, well, I'm safe. Well, some people aren't. And by safety, we mean living in a safe environment or area. And maybe more importantly, living around people that have you in a safe association with people, whether that's in a bad relationship, you know, an abusive neighbor or friend, <clears throat> whatever that might be, we take for granted that we have a duty to safety because if you're not in a safe relationship or a safe environment, you can't spend any time focusing on these external factors because your whole goal is self-preservation. So maybe it doesn't apply to a lot of you, but if you're in a situation where uh, you're not in a safe environment for whatever reason, you have a duty to yourself to get out of that environment, irregardless of the excuses or reasons why. Whether it's I can't afford it or I can't leave him or her or this is where I've always lived or whatever. Those are excuses and, and seek help to get out of that type of non-safe environment. And so the third area we're talking about in duty is, is well-being. 
And well-being is kind of a general catchphrase. But again, we're talking about healthy relationships. What is it that's weighing on your mind? Are you free from harmful habits? Because if you uh, are an excessive drinker, if you're taking drugs, if you're a smoker, if you're excessively overweight, if your eating habits are horrible, if you're addicted to anything, that is not uh, having well-being and having a balanced life. And so you have a duty to yourself to get and take care of those areas. The fourth area we want to talk about is growth. And believe it or not, you have a duty to yourself to continue to grow every day of your life. It, we talk about in business, if you're not growing, you're dying. And it's the same thing in life. It was one of my favorite movies, The Shawshank Redemption, where, uh, and that's a wonderful movie if you haven't seen it. So many lessons there. But basically, at the end, there's a comment made that get busy living or get busy dying. And so we're actually doing one or the other of those. We are, by our actions, we're getting busy living or by our inaction or other actions, we're getting busy dying. And so it's very, very important that you realize that uh, our growth opportunity and the duty we have to ourselves is to always be looking to grow. And that's what this podcast is about. It's not being stag stagnant. It's trying to realize what is my God-given potential and then how do I act on that to magnify it. Uh, we also need to, as we have a growth mindset, is that we also need to think about that mentally. We need to be always stretching and developing our intellect, whether it's studying, learning a language, reading, becoming an expert on a certain given topic. And so the four areas we've covered so far in duty is number one is to our uh, health. Number two is the safety. Number three is well-being. And number four is growth, having a growth mindset. The fifth one is one of my favorite, and it's abundance. We have a duty to live an abundance lifestyle. Abundance does not mean money, finances, and hoarding assets for my own benefit. That's not what abundance means. Abundance means that you have more than you need or require. And on the outside, it might sound bad, but abundance is a spiritual concept where the Lord absolutely wants to bless you with an abundant life. And in turn, you're then given the opportunity to show what type of person you are by what you do with that abundance. If you hoard it and hold it over people's heads and use it to better yourself and no one else and create opportunities for nobody, then you are in trouble. But in a true abundance mindset means there is always enough to go around. Life is not a zero-sum game. By zero-sum game, we mean, unfortunately, in our society nowadays, we think if that person has money, they took it from me, right? Instead of if that person has money, I bet he would teach me how to get it. And by him doing that, he gets better, and then I get better, and then I help somebody, and we all do that. So abundance just simply means we can all have an abundant lifestyle. It's not a zero-sum game. Abundance comes from having a mindset shift because a lot of times we are only, well, let me back up. Our net worth is only equal to our self-esteem. 
And so that's an interesting concept. And I heard that a long time ago and I took a while to sink in, but our net worth is kind of tied to what we think of ourselves. If we don't feel like we deserve to have an abundance in life and material things that we can share with others in our family, then we probably don't deserve it. And if we don't deserve it mentally, then that leads us to think, well, I can't do it. And it's just that domino downfall. We need to change that mindset and shift the paradigm in our mind to think I absolutely deserve it. That's not an arrogant statement. That just means, uh, you know, I'm going to do good things with this abundance. Absolutely. I know God wants me to have it. Why would I not want to have it? And so that's, that's the fifth one is, is abundance. The sixth and final one we want to talk about that we have a duty to ourselves is love. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody needs slash wants to be in a relationship. There's all kinds of studies that show that people that are married together live longer because you're actually committed to a higher uh, power than just yourself. And love actually makes you healthier. Uh, when you're committed to someone else, it makes a, a big difference. When you have children, it, it uh, exponentially magnifies that. And then when you have grandchildren, you believe, start thinking about your uh, legacy and all of those things on how you can then do that. So what we've talked about today is duty. And duty, again, is a commitment or the expectation to perform some action or actions. Most of the time, we liken that to military service, patriotic duty, and that's absolutely true. We need to apply that same type of fierceness and ability to commit our heart, mind, and soul in a duty we have to ourselves and to ourselves first and foremost before we have a duty to a business or a sport or a friend, or anything that we're talking about. That duty becomes to ourselves, and it's going to be under health, safety, well-being, growth, abundance, and love. And there's a quote that I love that ties all of this together. We've talked a lot about what is your purpose in life and what is your vision for that purpose. But Stephen Samuel Wise said this, vision and purpose look inward and then become duty. So as you think about your vision and purpose in life, and as you internalize that and you look inward to really focus on that process of what exactly am I put on this earth to do? What is it that I actually want to do with that? What is the purpose in my life? And once I know what that purpose is, what is my vision and the steps I need to take to get there? Once you've internalized that, Stephen Samuel Wise says that then becomes duty. So once you've internalized what your purpose and vision are, and once you know what that is, and that's what I this process is about, and I hope you have, once you know that, it then becomes duty. And duty means a commitment or ex expectation to perform that action. And those actions that we talked about, first and foremost, are to yourself and then to that purpose. Think about it. The greatest purpose in the world, the greatest vision in the world cannot be executed by a person who does not have health, does not have a safe environment, is not well-being, is not growing, is not abundant, and is not loved. 
And so anything we can do at this stage to internalize that creates a duty for us to become better. Thank you so much. I hope this has helped you. Please subscribe below, uh, leave a comment, like, go check on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And uh, we're so excited you're part of it. And we just look forward to continuing growing and uh, grateful for you and what you're doing for us. Thanks. And until next time, get busy getting after it.